on the Spencer's of the Pez, poking out at the cars, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy. This is a fanboy planet podcast. Yeah! And here's your host, a man more honester than Lincoln, Derek Wickham! President's Day is coming up. Oh, okay. And I'm more honester. Okay. Honester. I, I honester. Cannot tell And you're grammatically correct. Sometimes. All right. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And I'll tell you where we're podcasting from a little later. Oh. Uh, a, ooh. You can hear some secrets. We've got... Uh, Rather enthusiastic and clean-shaven to my right, a little guest commentator tonight. Michael Goodson. Mm-hmm. And across from me, the dulcet tones of my announcer, an heterosexual life mate. Uh, what? No. Lon Lopez. Oh, that's actually Goodson. So. I'm worried now. And, uh, and, <laughs> and worrying in the corner. Look at those cartoon worry uh, bubbles are. coming out. Bloop, like, bloop, bloop, those bloop, are there all day bloop. long. That's right. Bloop. That's our podcast producer and moral compass. Rick Brett Snyder. Oh, yes. Well, oh yeah. The reason that I was holding off on that is because we got uh we got fanny mail. It's oh, not yeah. uncanny, but we've got fanny mail from some fandroid, and that fandroid is, of course, the guy that you dubbed Uncle Bill. I just, but just turns had, out, as I suspected, I Uncle Bill. He's younger than you. No, he's not. I dubbed yes, him. He is. I dubbed him Big Bill. Big so. Bill. Uh, Big, Big Bill. Bill. Big Bill Bosser. Uh, so he writes. Hey, hope things are going well at Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Cunha Real Suite 104. Sorry, Bill. Uh, in beautiful Santa Clara, California. Well, that's one way to get an email read. Mm. By the way, another way to get an email read is to send, send an one. Email. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I know you had mentioned previously how Marvel is changing the name of the Cap movie overseas, Captain America, the first Avenger. So it's becoming the first Avenger in countries other than the United States. Uh, do you think that will really help? I mean, the guy runs around in a red, white, and blue costume and fights with the U.S. Army. He also sings songs by Alan Menken. You think just a name change will help, sucker? <laughs> I mean, attract an audience? And all kidding aside, with many U.S.-backed regimes in the Middle East falling like dominoes, Oh, dear. And again, the U.S. not coming out smelling like a rose. Do you think Cap's international box office will be severely hindered? Just thought I'd ask. Aren't there other countries who use red, white, and blue? Like Turkey or... I don't know, but France. I would think right now France. is the perfect time to put out a Captain America movie because so many people are clamoring for freedom. And yes. with, the, with the kink song freedom! as the theme. The King song. You don't know the song. I'm calling on countries all over the world. No, I was this hoping is for uh, America calling. Oh, I thought you were going to do uh, the Paul McCartney Freedom one that came out a few years ago. No, I don't know that one. No. Oh, he only played it after like 9/11 on every show. Oh yeah, I didn't mention oh, that. Oh okay, great. 9/11. Anyway, um, here's the reason I think. Never forget. Uh, I think. American. I think that when you consider uh, Captain America as part of the larger Marvel universe, remember that Marvel is licensing, if not out and out building. Uh, I guess it's licensing the characters to a theme park in Dubai, so they are very well known internationally. The Marvel characters are popular worldwide, though they, there had been controversy then when they announced that, that Captain America was not going to be one of the characters that they licensed over there. But if they're telling a larger story, 
and you know, then it seems like it's it's logical that if you call it the first Avenger and you know it's going to tie into the Avengers film, then it's just a natural piece. Which did you notice uh, uh, that uh, they already announced before they even released it they are going to do Captain America too? They hired the oh, screenwriters really? last week. They announced after we pot after we recorded our podcast. Like maybe we should like do our recordings like on Friday nights because every time we say out. something on Wednesday, Thursday morning, oh, the answer to what the guys questioned on the podcast the night before. True. Damn it. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what they're going to do. Is it going to be another World War Two? No, they're saying it's modern day, which I think uh, is a mistake. I think, but I mean, think? who knows? I if you know, I don't know. I just think that Captain America. There's so much to be told. If you have, except you go to the Ultimates, the Ultimates. I'd love to do. I'd love them to do a Cap versus Hydra movie without the Avengers. I guess they're gonna because I don't know. Well, they're doing the World War Two Hydra, but yes. You know, the but what other, what James other iconic story? Because unless they do, unless they focus the sequel on a Winter Soldier storyline, you know what I mean? Like bringing Bucky. Barnes oh, maybe, maybe and, that is the plan. The sequel, or you know the I mean? Falcon. Uh, that was a good run too. Yeah, but I mean, one specific you know plot like you could run through a two-hour movie. Yeah, I could see a Winter Soldier type maybe. integration because they did cast that guy as Bucky. So I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what they're planning to do. Because other than that, there's no other. Is there a modern iconic Captain America story that sticks out in your head? <laughs> the whole Serenko run sticks in my head, but. Um, but that's a whole and then run. The Kirby comeback. <laughs> Kirby comeback. <laughs> I read some of those Kirby comebacks. Yeah. They were not good. Oh, uh, the hate monger? Come on. They were not good. Go back and read them. I would just say most of Cap's most iconic stories were Avengers stories or parts of yeah, him maybe. triumphing in the Avengers. Nomad? So, they could put him as Nomad. Why would you spend all that money to have the character change, you know what I mean, into a, a separate entity? I'll tell you why. Action figures. Action figure. figures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Next paragraph. And do you have any feel as to the direction to the new the, of the new sci-fi BSG spin-off? Do you think this will mirror their original series or maybe just perchance be a good old-fashioned space opera like the 1970s series? After 10 years of war overseas, do you think a war show, even a sci-fi one, will fly? It'd be nice to have a space-bound series that wasn't dark. I want to escape for a while watching some chicks in miniskirts and cool-looking spaceships. Is that really too much <laughs> to ask? No, watch Star Trek. Yeah. Um, because if you think there were miniskirts on, well, I guess there were a few. Like no, the, really, no. Um, Cassiopeia on the original was in a miniskirt, yeah, but true. but everybody else was in a military uniform. Yeah, and you guys, uh, I think both both anyway, you guys. I mean, uh, certainly Rick and Goodson. Were you were Battlestar Galactica watcher too? When it weren't you? Came out? I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oxy. Well, no, I know watching the original, but I mean the sci-fi one. Yeah, uh, I really though for your sexy dollar, Buck Rogers. Oh yes. Uh, Aaron, you know what they could do? They could do a they could do a Battlestar Galactica spinoff that's kind of like China Beach. You know what I mean? Where it's like the hot chick and miniskirt doctors who oh, okay. heal yeah. all the Cylons that get injured. yeah. So uh, let's just for those not uh, Rick did some research for me. Mm. Uh, it's called uh, Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome. Just started production in Vancouver. Sounds like Lethal Weapon in Space. Is that, that your was, opinion? That was, was my reminder to myself. Okay. It's tenth, uh, the tenth year of the 12-year first Cylon War. Young Adama is a risk-taking fighter pilot who serves under uh, uh, near-to-retirement <laughs> superior. Then things get real. Yeah. It's just, he's basically Adama's a hot shot, and the guy is like 40 days away from retirement. So Danny Glover is playing the uh, commander. <laughs> so and. Well, he, so he doesn't want to take risks because he wants to get out of the war alive. Yeah. 
and then things get really hot on the uh, on the battlefront. They have to go into some serious battle, and it's, it's kind of the resolution of their, their two characters. Now, well, if this like is anything pilot. like the web series they yeah, did... that's exactly where it's um, going. Then I think it would be pretty kick-ass. That I was, think it was the, the Adama story in that. The, uh, I will never forget that battle in Freefall. That was scene. awesome. It was yeah. just amazing stuff. And I, and I kind of, I mean, back to Bill's criticism there, I mean, I think... After t- after ten years of war overseas, well, I don't think that the public in general is fatigued out. I mean, there's not yeah. unless you've been paying attention, and there's so many distractions, like Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> exactly. Blood and Chrome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to affect anything. I think people love. I mean, people love war movies. It's yeah. I mean, they're still going to, and and it's and it's not like it's really an analog for anything actually happened. Right. You know, what? Right. Well, I mean, there's all the race relations stuff. Well, I mean, dude. Actually, it is because I mean, I was being didn't sorry, didn't that robot like kick everybody's ass on Jeopardy this week or something? <laughs> That's true. Yes. So I mean, eventually we got to prepare ourselves. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm going to say, sure, Watson can kick Ken Jennings' ass, but when he sits down on this and takes me on in a Zorlak war, Ooh. then we'll talk. I don't know, man. Yeah. Although it's kind of it's kind of uh, we'll go to that's a different <laughs> debate. And uh, part of that rose me the wrong just way. Just for kindness, uh, Michael's brought up an image of uh, Pamela Hensley as Princess Amidala to remind you that still your Amidala, best not Amidala, Ardala, uh, Ardala, Amidala, the Star Wars. Yes, I was good to pull up Pamela Hensley. She does kind of look mm-hmm. like a yes, Victoria's Secret model in but, that picture. But really, it was Aaron Gray and kind of a toss up. What's that chick from? Is that from Buck Rogers? Buck Rogers. Oh, Buck okay. Rogers. no, Beck Rogers always had the sex appeal. And we, and since we've met Aaron Gray, I'd say and Aaron Gray still winner. Mm, winner. Buck Rogers also had the Hawk Wife, didn't it? Yes, although she got killed off in the uh, first episode there. Oh, uh, you know. But the Hawk husband. But she provided many eggs for him, didn't she? I, I believe she did. But, okay. um, that was that was all disturbing. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, thanks, was he guys. A hawk or more like a bald eagle. He, he was, looked more like a bald, more eagle, bald eagle, but, but they he was officially him called him Hawk. Yeah. Yes. True. Weird. I wonder what happened to that actor. Tom He's probably signing at a. Yeah. Probably, we'll probably see him, see him this, <laughs> at WonderCon. WonderCon. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see him at WonderCon. Let's, I, I will let's check it out. Okay. Um, How's the guy saying? These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Can you say it again? That no, was me. No, that really wasn't you. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. As always, love the podcast. Hope you can make it easy to see Spider-Man on Broadway soon. It's still grossing over a million a week. Whether or not people will still pay to see this one in a year from now seems doubtful, but never underestimate the power of Spidey or the allure of a train wreck. I want to get a T-shirt for Just, that thing. Can I, can I ask for a behind-the-scenes making-of documentary? That's all I want from oh, this you entire experience. I think there's going to be like a two-hour film. I think there's going to be an amazing... We watch the accidents. We watch the basic There will be an amazing line. lifetime docudrama. Get yeah. Chris Garcia on That's that. That's all I want. I don't need to go to New York and see it. I just want to see the behind-the-scenes. Give me the skinny. Well, right. even if it was successful, the thing is that it is a show that can't ever tour. You know the size of it. So even if right. it, if it was good, it's that you have to go to New York. Yep. Al- although apparently, I don't I, know, you would have said that about Cats in the first run production or the, the Lion King. Oh uh, no! What I said about sense. Cats was it shouldn't tour. <laughs> <laughs> so saw it in dinner theater. Uh, but Spider Man to me is akin to what happened with Tarzan, which is Tarzan. You had to have a very site specific place, and they couldn't. And they probably could have saved it if it had been something that they could tour with. Yeah. And and they couldn't, but apparently it's like gangbusters in the round somewhere in Germany. Uh, with, there David was, there, with David Hasselhoff, with David Hasselhoff as Tarzan, there was a production uh, that is very successful, but you can't tour it in the U.S. So, 
Uh, thank you, Bill. We got warmest regards from him on that. Thank you. And uh, we'll move into uh, some comics news, right? Um, I like comics. So, uh, meh. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so, this just in Marvel announced that they're going to put out a Pixar comic book. And and you may be looking and noticing somebody else had the Pixar license and was doing quite well with it. Boom Studios. Uh, so it said uh, apparently what Marvel has done is they get the rights because since Boom only licensed it, is they're going to gather up all the work Boom did, and the first issue of Marvel Pixar is going to be republished. Is a five ninety nine version of the last Cars miniseries that Boom did. Wow. And and then they pulled the rights for like for a lot of plots that. Uh, Boom didn't get to finish, so they're hoping. Still no word yet, but uh, but but the Boom Studios. But the but the Boom Studios uh, comment was, well, we just hope that the creators get to finish the stories because I want to read what the end. They were very gracious. They still get the rights to the Disney classic characters, the Donald Duck Adventures for now, for all the Carl Bark stuff and all the Disney Afternoon stuff. So Darkwing Duck. Did you say Carl Barks? Carl Barks is the guy that did known for Uncle Scrooge. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a Disney. Analog for like a Karl Marx type. Uh, yes, that's a uh, Goofy's communist uncle. Right, <laughs> Karl Marx. <laughs> I wasn't sure. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for the people, <laughs> Disney is the opiate of the masses. <laughs> so anyway, so that's kind of interesting on the kids comic thing. That's as close as I'm going to get to Archie this week. So unless you want to, no, I'm no, fine. I'm good. We're good. I'm not, I'm not going to rage on Archie this. Okay, week. how about Alpha Flight? Oh, awesome. Are they starting it up for a 19th time? Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, wow, great. Yes, they are. A nine-issue miniseries uh, by Greg Pak and Fred Van, and Fred Van Lenty. Grand by opening, grand closing. Well, but I think if they say, they're saying it's going to be a miniseries, and it's by Greg Pak, who works very well in the short form. Didn't Bendis like last? kill all of Alpha Flight in two issues of I think Avengers? They're, they're coming back in fear itself. No, Various. but I'm just saying, yes. though. Some of them have come back already. I mean, in different books. But the thing with Alpha Flight is it's often a different lineup. It's just the Canadians keep making heroes. Yeah. And, and then they try to do Omega them. Flight, and yes, that never did. worked. Yeah, and so I have hope just because I trust Pac as a writer. Everything I've read by him for Marvel, and they've been concepts. He even made me care about the about uh, the like the umpteenth Phoenix revival. It's like, okay, his take on it was interesting. How about the Red Hulk? Uh, Pac did not have oh, anything to do with that. That was Jeff Lowe. That was Jeff Lowe. Sorry. But Pack wrote Planet he Hulk. Wrote Planet Hulk, and that was really good. So, and he wrote the Hercules, the Incredible Hercules. So that was a really good, good we'll run. So, see. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have hope. I'm so tired of Alpha Flight coming back. I was telling, I was actually telling Debbie about them this this past weekend. I was explaining how Puck was shorter than Wolverine. So, well, yeah, he is. Why did you have to explain that? Did you show her a picture? No. We have were, you tried visuals? We were traveling. Oh, we were in the car. Oh. They were trying to mind meld. Yes. We were talking. Don't you have an internet connection in the car yes. that allows you to bring things up on the dashboard? Yes. You can... Is it just me or it is every time Spock tried to mind meld, the only emotion he felt was pain. 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 Horny. That's why there's only one There's only one episode melding with Kirk. Horotic. <laughs> 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 uh, so, anyway... Uh, DC is canceling several books to make room for the Flashpoint alternate universe. Wow. 
In, oh, I read that wrong. Including, I thought you you wrote they're canceling books for Flashpoint, meaning well, like that were originally going to be part of Flashpoint. Oh, so I see. Yeah, Flashpoint. I'm sorry. I was, just, I, I was just making notes to myself so I'd understand what I was saying Got later. Uh, including Doom Patrol, The Outsiders, and Freedom Fighters. But I haven't been reading the Freedom Fighters. So everything. Bible. Oh wait, I was going to say everything ends with ERS, but that's not Doom Patrol. Pretty much everything. What if it's Doom Patrollers? Ooh, then and, it would uh, JSA All Stars. I'm a little upset about Doom Patrol. See? It's been a good run. <laughs> yeah. I've enjoyed the run. But it couldn't last forever. No. You knew what this was. DC. Doomed. Doomed. Patrol. Yeah, yeah but they've had ambush bug in recently. I know. Which is a sure sign it had to get canceled. <laughs> I'm sorry. So great. Three of us across the country were amused. We were. <laughs> Yay. Is this enough for an action figure? Mm-hmm. DC Direct? Um, no. Speaking of that. Yeah. Marvel DC Universe. They're making a Black Falcon action figure. So, Marvel DC Universe. I'm sorry, did what? I say Marvel? I meant ulti- whatever. Mattel? Mattel's DC, DC Universe, Universe Classics. They're making a Black Vulcan. Wait a minute. That makes no sense. DC. I know. Wait, which and one? And they're making a samurai, too. Which one is DC Universe Classics? The big, the six inch ones, the, the ones that are all sculpted and awesome. So that's it the was just announced at like the f- the uh, toy fair. So they're making two characters that don't actually exist in DC continuity and mm-hmm. only exist in the animated form, mm-hmm. and they already released those through Target. That's the time to buy them. So when Action Bug shows up at the ambush end, bug. A- ambush bug shows get up out. at the end of <laughs> get when he out. shows up at the end of a comic, it's like he doesn't really exist because no one read those issues. If they ever really made an action figure, you could collect it and it'd be like holding it, like this is real. And then you'd never read one again. He's the cheapest therapist you've got. I didn't follow that logic at all. I didn't understand yeah. that at yeah, all. No, I didn't. Sorry. Okay. You've changed. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe not. Uh, I think it was the beard that actually kept oh. it together. <laughs> it's great radio. <laughs> it's, people, if you could see this, would be fantastic. Mm. Um, and another super team is coming to comics. Really? Did you have to say it like that? Prince William and His New Bride. Oh. Oh, it's going to be a royal wedding comic book oh. from Marcosio Comics. Will Can't wait to April. chase them in my Will taxi. Will it be as good as the Glee book that came out last week? You know, you're just bitter because it's the first time I've ever seen Rick do this. Pick up a book that he intended to buy and put it back before he even... The Glee, the Glee. Book? There was a Glee book? Yes. Yeah. The fame from uh, Blue Water Press. Oh. Um, but it didn't have the biography of Britney, or you know the girl, the actress who plays Britney. Guess who got tickets for Valentine's Day for Glee? Dave Tapia. David Tapia. He told us, don't you remember? Did he? Yeah. No, he said he was going to buy them. No. Yeah. But then he posted on his Facebook oh, that is. he got them. Yeah. As a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's great radio too. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, gee. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Royal Wedding comic book is actually being written by Rich Johnson of Bleeding Cool. So I'd like to give Rich a shout out. He's been occasionally kind to Fanboy Planet and quoted Anna Warren by name. What comic is this? Uh, the Royal Wedding. Oh. The upcoming. Wait, I'm how sure are they making a book? Wait, when's the wedding supposed to happen? A- in late April 29th. It's going to be released April. So Wait, what, what are we all doing? What are we all doing for it? I'm gathering a small group of close friends. Awesome. And we're going to have tea mm-hmm. and crumpets. And I'm invited, and right? Hot wings. Absolutely, and hot wings. And we're going to watch it on HD. Ooh. So you can see every pore on that yummy Prince William's <laughs> face. Are you going to watch the 18 hours of pre-show beforehand? 
Where um, they who does the red carpet Britain? on that? One? Why do you even have to ask? <laughs> I don't even know you. We're going to listen to some Elton John albums. Nice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Candle in the Wind, looped over, over and over, over for eighteen hours. Yeah. Um, special written, the one that was he wrote for her. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. It's a Again, Rick, why do you even have to ask? I, I don't get it. I'm explaining. I. That's what I do. I don't want to be explained. Apparently, just endured. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's coming. And it's going to be the biography, how they met, you know, that kind of stuff, all the public knowledge. So it's like the fame comic, but it's from Marcosia instead of Blue Water Press. Uh, so if you're someone, if you know someone who's an Anglophile or just like they don't read comics, but they would want to they collect. They love their royals. Yeah. There you go. It's coming, people. Reserve it. I, I would bet it's going to be a really big seller, and I'm going to bet that it's also going to be a surprisingly big seller in the United States. Especially in San Francisco. Could be. It's not going to be like, uh, you know, Black as Night sales but, no. uh, or Fantastic Four Death of Human Torch sales. That could, that could really destroy a small press company, though, if they over-anticipated the uh, mm-hmm. desire for it and they overprinted mm-hmm. it. It might all be a big, big plot it, by Marvel. And they just have to sell Oh, sure. We'll let someone else do that biographical comic. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Marvel, did you see the last week they said, uh, in the wake of the success of the Death of... of the Human Torch that they were planned to every quarter kill off a character. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like a super villain. Just plot. in time for their the stock market. That was so good. I'm going <laughs> to do it again in three months. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, because apparently you know it's just if it has dramatic heft and the sales oh. are incredible. Um, let's keep going. They've got no imagination. <laughs> There goes the house of ideas. Well, no, they have an idea. It's kill a character every quarter. I don't ideas. see, you know, they never. How long that. before they can bring him back, though? I think it's a year. Uh, I think, uh, and then uh, how long after that before they can kill him again? Well, see, there's a Fantastic Four, so you can you have to every four years. It's like a presidential election. Kill a different right. member. You know. I'm good with that. Okay. Um, yeah. Unless a movie franchise revives and kills them all again at once. Um, so. I just had a little DC continuity thing. If Have you been reading Justice League Generation Lost? I'm way behind. Okay. They made a reference that Max Lord is looking. I'm hoping not to make a spoiler, but he's looking for a Wonder Woman, and he can't find her because she's obviously in this alternate. Right. Al- obviously. Not to Michael. Shh. Alternate, uh, alternate, u- alternate reality. Right but in this last issue of Superman... Uh, he met Wonder Woman, and it was the alternate reality Wonder Woman, oh. and they made no explanation. They said, you know, she's being inspired. So They'll have to explain that. So once again, being bad editing. It, oh, maybe. Uh, they're both J. Michael Straczynski books, so maybe they're both taking place in their own little universe. Jay's losing it. The J-verse. Earth J. Earth Joe, I guess, right? Isn't he Joe? He's Joe. Yeah. So... Um, uh, speaking, not really, but speaking of uh, comic shops and distribution, you know, we we did mention that there were secret shoppers sent out from Diamond to see if they were violating the Tuesday night. How'd that go? The little old ladies? 2% of the shops violated the Tuesday night uh, embargo. Now, was this purely an entrapment thing? So it was only when the secret secret shoppers came in and asked for it, or did they advertise it? Did they put them out and let anybody buy uh, them? Uh, that has not been revealed. My That's su- the more important. My suspicion. Is, so they've been they've been given a, a one month suspension of Tuesday night, and now delivery. they're on double secret probation. They'll be on double secret probation, and uh, yes, lame. Uh, so 
it's kind of, I guess, kind of interesting. At the same time that they are ramping up, as we should note, as had been rumored before, that they are going to be selling uh, comics digitally, digital comics in comic shops. Still have no real idea how that's supposed to happen, but they're claiming... That's going. I guess like an iTunes card. I still think that's Lame. the thing that mo- makes the most sense to me. Was inferring that they were. But the doing. but the reality is everybody in the industry keeps saying it's like yeah you got to do digital because everybody's saying digital's the way of the future. But the sales of digital really aren't that good. But the I mean, what's a digital card going to be? Just credit against buying it, and then I, I mean, guess enter a code in. I mean, it's what's not a special price for? A don't you remember book. every Wednesday we'd run down to the shop and, and get buy our, card. our comic cards, and then. <laughs> Run back home and read them. In That's private. before they got delivered direct to our brains. With a price at about a dollar ninety nine uh, an issue, and I, I don't know. I kind of, I'm not happy Holding with that line. as a price. Holding the line at paying two bucks a for dollar some, less than. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why that bothers me, but it does. A dollar ninety nine seems pricey. The only thing that bothers me is if it's all successful. Oh. If they if they do it and the world the is just lame enough storage, I, that's true. That is true. I I look at these stacks and stacks and stacks of comics. In the future, won't you want to browse your files? Oh, I remember when I read that file. Yeah, except you know, I I, I again for people that have the iPad or whatever uh, digital device that is easy to read these things on, I do not have that. So someday, maybe. Ah, I'm old. I'm a slow adopter. We'll see. Um, and uh, so let's, let's see. Uh, more just weird things in the in affecting distribution. Uh, Borders Books did did declare bankruptcy today. Uh, they're going to close 200, 200 stores across the across the United States, and there's something like three point five million in debt to Diamond. Yeah. So that prediction we had about that's possibly going to be this domino effect is if Diamond can't afford, if they're carrying that much debt, that's pretty bad. I don't know. We'd have to know what Diamond does in a month, a week, or whatever. Uh, we don't know, but we know that they've been having financial problems as they well. So if they're if they're having financial problems, it's um, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going digital then. Um, so. And of course, Wizard died a couple weeks ago. We mentioned that, but now there's been a been a, a controversy over what to do with those who had subscribed to Wizard. Because apparently, if you bought that last issue of Wizard on the newsstand, which they knew was going to be the last Wizard issue, you could send off for a subscription to <laughs> Wizard or Toy Fair magazine. Nice. Uh, and so they said, well. They're working with a subscription service to fulfill, like, some equivalent. This magazine's great. It's but, recapping all the stuff I've been reading on the Internet for but, the last month. But what other magazine <laughs> is wizard, you know, that's left? Is it, maybe Comics Buyers? Don't guy? forget the three pages of Almost Robot Chicken. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, they came first. To be fair, Twisted to Mango Theater was and, first. And, and they don't move around. They're easy Wasn't, to read. Lon, you tell me the history. What Didn't Matt Seinreich start Twisted Mango Theater? Uh, he was part of one of them, yeah. I mean, I think it was more Mike Cotton and uh, some of the other guys. Okay. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, Robot Chicken, Matt Sandreich is was a former wizard editor. So Fair enough. Yeah, so um, he found a way to make money at it. Sunday is 15 minutes. <laughs> Enjoy it. Is it? We're Cartoon in the midst of the new season? Yeah, thanks. Adult Swim, let's Adult go official. They're not giving us anything. And in fact, when I asked... 
because I know someone at the at the robot chicken they, to see if I could when I was down in LA go there. I said, "Oh, we have to go to a publicist, and really, we only let the major sites." Seth so, Green doesn't need you, dude. I know, and, I, and, and he's too cool for Derek. Murdoch. I was not under any delusion that Seth Green needed me. I was just going. To, I just wanted to hang out there. We all do. Yeah, you know, and no. Let's go to Skywalker Ranch. No. Mm, oh, I can I can make that happen, but I won't tell you how. Mm. And I'm not going to invite you. <laughs> You've been snotty. Oh, maybe. Uh, that's good radio. Let's move to movies, shall we? Um, let's say first, uh, as Lon pointed out to me last week after we recorded, uh, Fox released, I guess, Thursday on uh, Facebook the first trailer for X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. And so... Lon, I turn to you. We always ask, as yes, I yes, consider please. perhaps often the most cynical about superhero movies, and I don't mean that as a as an insult necessarily. It's, you just don't tend not to get carried away. Oh no, he put on the mullet for this. I'm scared of it. I'm ready. Okay, tell us your opinion, uh, Lon. Of what? Uh, X Men first, first class, class trailer. Oh, um, it was good. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I thought you got me. It was crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It made me feel like it was back on track with the good, the parts that were good in X Men. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. of the franchise made me made me think of. Oh, this is why I liked, you know, some of those older movies. Yeah, or part two, which was the best one. So. Um, yeah, we talk about it as if there were a whole bunch of them, and it's right. weird to think there's only four. But that's a lot in movie terms. So I maybe. guess, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're counting Wolverine, aren't you? Kind of, because it's X-Men, yeah. Wolverine, mm-hmm. Origins. There's a couple yeah. of colons in there. Yeah, and they do have a And unfortunately, nothing actually interesting. thing at the end. You yeah, thanks. That, huh? Why did he... Uh, yeah, no. Huh? The so digital thing at the end? They de-aged uh, Patrick Stewart. He showed up at... It was like was he, he was even standing, and they had yeah Cyclops, young Cyclops, and it was just they tied it in directly. I and f- I try to forget. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then and then Wolverine popped the singing sword from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's sort of the feeling I had was that it was like, oh, I, and I want to think of it as more like almost a reboot by going back into the '60s to say like, okay, we could move forward from here and not. And if you wanted to pretend the other movies, acknowledge the other movies, because they're all fictional, I should say, if you want to pretend they were real. Um, if you wanted to acknowledge the other movies in the same continuity, you can, but you can they can move forward from right. there. And you don't have to suffer through them before you watch this and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So. But I just think as a standalone, it looks pretty interesting. I think, uh, you know, Hellfire Club and, then you know, uh, Cuban Missile Crisis kind of... Uh, Thrown into the mix, you get to see the Blackbird for the first time. We get to see the White Queen, the White Queen. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's in it. Boom, Bacon. So I mean, how'd you feel about the, really? the Blue Beast? I really wish they wouldn't have made him blue. I really wish they would have kept him as the as Hank, Hank McCoy. McCoy. But yeah, because you see the transformation. Yeah, yeah. But you know, movie franchises are all about you know creating iconic images and. A but, blue beastie well, man. I also think the thing is for those, who, and there must be people that liked the Last Stand, um, that 
you know, Kelsey Grammer was the blue version of the Beast there. So when you have a character claiming to be the Beast, you have to make him match up. Oh, mm-hmm. but the, uh, you, I know, you know no, the story. I know. Yeah, but they Mike don't. Plug drew that. I want you to remember, they don't make those movies for us. No. They take it. They take Mm-mm. it to Comic Con and try to convince us they did, yeah. but they don't. Mm-mm. Okay. So. Can I, as the outsider, inject and say none of you care about what? That's a lot of words you just spouted about this movie, but none of you really care. All of you know they're going to know it's going to be a little bit bad. You're not going to really love it. You're all apathetic. No one's really excited about We've it. We've been burned. You know the thing. You've I, all been burned. The thing I wanted in that preview, and I, I wanted them to do it, was mm. I wanted more Watch of a, it again. more of a relationship between Magneto I've and seen Xavier. And I I just kind I didn't even get that it's like even a but a buddy cop picture type style. <laughs> You know, any kind I, of I, I tension wasn't, between them. I, I or, didn't want a buddy cop film. No, I um, mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. That they'd have any kind of relationship that was See, like uh, X and Mags tension. I thought it. Lo- I mean, what attracted me to it was like putting them in the actual blue and yellow uniforms, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, having a lot of nods to you know the actual comic. Uh, looks like uh, Nightcrawler's dad's in it, and he's teleporting through it. You know, that was a cool thing I liked about. You know, the last stand didn't have. They didn't have Nightcrawler, and, you know, X2 did. Um, they got Mystique. Yeah, yeah, which I almost could do without, but, you know, like you, we're talking about iconic images. they got to bring them back or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Well, and you've got the data. I mean, you've got if you've got Mystique and you've got Nightcrawler's father, uh, Azazel. I don't need, you I, know what? I stopped reading X2. No, I mean, it's a character that I wasn't really aware of, but if you have those two, then there's the explanation for Nightcrawler the, happening. Yeah. Um, and I, I beg to differ with you, I, uh, Michael. Um, I do care because uh, I, I like Matthew Vaughn. I like mm. Layer Cake. I like Stardust. Kickass. And I like Kickass. So I think he's a good filmmaker. Uh, when they announced when they announced him as the director of The Last Stand, I was excited. And then when he realized Fox was going to screw him over and quit it, um, that was disappointing. So, but like, and then that other thing too, like you were talking earlier off air when they show that scene in the trailer where. Magneto is pulling the submarine out yeah, of the water or whatever. It's very, you know, as X-Men fans, if you know anything about the Magneto character and how basically him becoming a villain was because he murdered a whole submarine of Russians. Was that Russian, yeah, it's Russian sailors or whatever? Sailors, yeah. No, it's it's very it's got a very kinetic look. It's got uh, it's got a lot of um it has a lot of imagery that is recognizable that we didn't have in Last Stand. Last Stand was dark and muddled and it, not a storyline we recognized we, at all. Well, and not and not by, by being directed by Brett Ratner, not someone who's really a good storyteller. It's still not as strong a trailer as like um, remember seeing the X two trailer, and I think you were it was one of the comic cons you were with me, Michael. That okay. when they when they did a panel before X two came out, and Brian Singer said he would cobbled together this trailer. He had no effect shots whatsoever. Yeah. And he put together a trailer, which ended up essentially being the trailer for X2. Uh-huh. He did edit it together just for Comic-Con. And, this, and just with what, the iconic... What was in that trailer, though? Because when you talk about like iconic stuff, it's easy to show in a trailer the, the quick snapshots of what you like about X-Men or what you right. remember about X-Men as a comic book fan. 
and get you to sucker into buying a ticket to go see that movie. But how does that actually translate into film, and does that make a good two-hour film? I don't know. I, I think you because I can sucker no, you into seeing no, 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 any, no, no. any I, film I as want. He points his finger violently. Yeah. At yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's disturbing radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could um, you could cut an infomercial. Bite it, bite it. You know, with 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 one and a half second shots. You know, spliced together. And make I it have thought about getting exciting. a ShamWow. Yeah. So so you're right. I mean, you can't really tell from a from a. Uh, from a preview, the film is really going to be any good. It's, right. Can they extend that for but, ninety but minutes? But for a trailer, though, that's all. That's all yeah. it's and, meant to do. Is I think you don't want I to think, buy the ticket. I think what I know is that I like Matthew Vaughn as a director. I think he's a good storyteller. I think what the trailer has to do is what happened to the X Men franchise was that it became about what weird looking characters are you going to see that's yeah. what last stand was all about yeah. was how many can we shove in right, here right, right. how many can and you McAvoy's, recognize McAvoy's a great actor and I don't yeah. know about the other guy I haven't really seen his Fast, stuff but Fassbender Michael Fassbender, Fassbender yeah but I mean, but it just he was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. He was the British guy in the pub. Uh, uh, that goes Hard to remember. Dead I tell you, I'm not a Thor hater. I really want that film to be good. Wait, I, how do we I'm, get to Thor? No, no, no. I'm getting back. Okay, there. I, I, I want that film to be good. I don't see anything in it that I don't like, but the trailer for it is nowhere near as good as the trailer for X for X Men First Class. Similarly, yeah. the Cap trailer, a lot more excitement in that trailer. Than in than in Thor, the cap trailer still, and I would say the cap trailer trumps first class for me. So sure, Sure. well, I'd kind of forgotten about first class, but uh, until that trailer went, oh yeah, that's right, that's coming this summer too. Oh great, too many superhero movies. Buy your tickets now, get a discount. Well, let's just say this though. I mean, if you put the cat or the uh, first class trailer next to a Wolverine Origins trailer, which would you rather see? Oh, first class. Well, see, the sad thing is I've already seen Wolverine Origins, well, so I know there's though, no way in hell I'll see that again. But don't, don't you but remember? From the, yeah, the, don't you remember the Wolverine trailer where it's like he said, "Oh, that's that's supposed to be uh, Gambit, and he's flying by rotating his." <sighs> no, well, any trailer, no! <laughs> any trailer that features Wolverine walking in slow motion with an explosion behind him, just lets you know that that movie's going to be terrible. Die Hard Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, well, he does die hard. <laughs> Right, so I'm just saying this one didn't include that, so at least it's one up over that one. Okay, cool. Point taken. Thank you. And Matthew Vaughn is already moving on to his next project or planning his next project, which is to adapt a a comic book miniseries which has not yet come out uh, called The Golden Age, which is by Jonathan Ross, who had been the former BBC presenter who is doing Turf from Image Comics with Tommy Edwards on art. Oh, yeah, you guys talked about that or something. Yeah, so I haven't seen the Golden Age, but it's basically superheroes set in a retirement home. Uh, so kind of a, I guess, fun idea. And I, they're inspired because, like, Red did very well. They're going to make a sequel to Red. Did you... Um, which I haven't seen yet. If that was your next question, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Did you see... What was the uh, the James Gunn's last superhero project he was working on? What was that called? Super. Was it called Super? Because <laughs> yeah, he did the specials, right? Yeah, he wrote the specials back in nineteen. And there was this one was like Rain Wilson or something. Yeah, did you see that clip that they put out with the Rain Wilson in it? I don't know which clip you're. I, I mean, I've seen a clip. I don't know if the it's one the same. Rain Wilson's in line, and then he go. He get, somebody cuts in line. No, I haven't seen go, that. Okay, it looked ridiculous, but the the point of, you made about the. You know, superheroes in a rest home or whatever mm-hmm. kind of reminds me all of specials and you know maybe this super thing and 
you know, any kind of like, you know, breaking down the, what is it, the, uh, the the facade or the the mystique of kind of the deconstruction yeah of the and that kind of thing and it's like haven't we seen this a million times and is it really going to yeah, be well, that exciting uh, I mean, even like Watchmen I, I mean, mean I think it's a, it's it's just become another genre like oh it's a western or it's a suspense film um, is a superhero movie the people I, I know a few people that have seen Super and they said it was pretty good hmm. so what I saw looked ridiculously bad. I don't think that it he they had a lot of money for it. I can't remember. Mm, yeah, it didn't look know. real high budget. But I mean, it's more like it's kind of like the like Blank Man or or we go back to Hero at Large, sort of a dark version of Hero at Large. Uh, at least that had heart, though. This didn't have much heart. And so, um, anyway, uh, this so just in. I get a note from from Rick, and I, I can't. Remember, I thought we Couple talked about notes. this. That Did Bond we? Bond is back, which isn't really still solid. Just saying that MGM UA came out of bankruptcy, or somebody resolved they've, the rights issues. They've, they've said they've cleared the. Uh, well, that, because we've talked about the Hobbit. Impediments. That's cool. Is Bond not all a go? I thought it was. Well, no. As I was saying, it is now. It had been a, it had been a go, then it was not a go because UA or MGM, like went bankrupt. Nobody knew all the rights were in were in contention. Like who would have the right to make it. And I'm still not sure exactly how it got resolved, but it got resolved. Yeah. And okay. So, have there been three Daniel Craig Bond movies? No, or just two. two. So the idea was uh, that it needed to have a third mm. to finish off because it definitely was left with a like it was a trilogy of beginning Bond. Mm. And um, Javier Bardem has been hired to be the one of the villains. Mm. I can't remember who the other one was. But they're going to continue with Daniel Craig. At least for a third film, hmm. and so who knows? It just we were, we were. I was just having this debate with a friend last night, and it just seemed like those movies. Bond was never as fun as he was in the earlier. As he was badass. Well, I mean, just my James Bond kind of was tongue in cheek. You know, still a badass, but mm-hmm. could, was still a sly fun. You know, you could still smile at the guy going, "Wow, he's cool under pressure." You know, he's he's just a. You know, everybody wants to. But be the his. world's changed. Lon. We're yeah, talking a franchise that's post 11 world. Lon. Uh, we, we, that, it's a fran- I mean, gone. it's a franchise started in 1961. <coughs> True. Which built into. I mean, because if you're Bond, which which is the first Bond film you saw? I think I came around with uh, Roger Moore as a Bond. Right. But then, so that's the more tongue in cheek. Sure, but then got into the more. But yeah, still, uh, Sean Connery was still a fun loving Bond. You know what I mean? Even uh, Pierce Brosnan, you know, was. Still kind of a... Timothy Dalton. Sean Connery wasn't a fun-loving Bond. Not like Roger Moore, you know. Yeah, Roger was, Moore was more parody. No, yeah. no, Roger Moore was more silly, but I mean, at least Sean Bond Connery was, was still kind of, you know, cracking a joke at He had a sense again. of humor. He, which had, he would say, he would... He had a sly quip that he would drop. It's not like he'd look for opportunities to wink at the camera. Well, I'm not saying he was Jerry Seinfeld. I'm just saying... He wasn't Roger Moore. No, yeah, but I'm just saying that he was... You know, he was a little hip. I'm well, sorry. I I will defend Connery's. Uh, well, no, he's not. He's not attacking that. No. So Roger. Uh, so uh, what's his name? Roger. It's not Roger Craig. It's uh, Roger Daniel, Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Uh, Daniel Craig is not sly at all like that. No, he's brutish. Right. Right. So I think that's what Lon is pining yeah. for. I and I and I think, but I think what their intention was, and it doesn't counter your arguments. I, I get what you're saying. Is their intention was to show how James Bond became. Would it would be on the road to becoming the character 
that uh, you're one, used to. Because the ones cas- I've seen, they, you know. Because Casino Royale was definitely, that was a reboot of the franchise. This right. is the beginning of James Bond. However, he's a lot closer, and whether you like that or, you know, whether it matters to you or not, it matters to some people, he's a lot closer to the literary bond. Sure, but I'm just he'll saying. A, he'll eventually have a series of uh, hilarious movies, and he evolves into no, Roger no, no, Moore. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just think that. If you're gonna make an action, okay. If you're gonna make a, an action movie, it doesn't matter. You can have any kind of character you want or whatever. If you're going to make, and this goes back to maybe talking about iconic things in film. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make a James Bond film, which people have all known and loved for many years, there should be certain er- elements of the character that you you keep bringing back. You know what and I mean? And I can't understand. I can. The problem the problem is that they were getting diminishing returns. True, but that's because they were cranking them out every, you know... Two, three years, and Casino Royale did revive the franchise. Quantum of Solace didn't do quite as well. Right, because once everybody went, oh... Had a bad name. We checked it out, and... Well, there's that. It did have a name that most people were like, what? What does that mean? Yeah. Um, British guy shoots people. Yeah, well, and Timothy Dalton tried that. That was License to Kill, certainly was essentially... Uh, and then he only made, you know, he only Did lasted two films. Did you guys ever films. see uh, the SNL where Steve Martin played uh, James Bond? Yes. Scottish Bull- Scotsman's Holiday? No, it was Bullets Aren't Cheap or something oh, yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was probably one of the best James With Bond. Goldsting. Sure. Goldsting, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested to see the, the final thing, uh, which w- it has all been mapped out by Paul Haggis, who himself was in the news this week or last week for uh, – Vanity Fair profile on Scientology, which has caused the FBI to investigate the Church of Scientology. So, um, sounds like a movie. So, in of itself, it's pretty good. So, uh, wasn't I'm, that called like the National or something? Or they they go investigate a bank or something because of the? Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. National Treasure? No. Are you no? Okay. Wow. Uh, Clive Owen. That was the Spike Lee movie. What the heck? No, that was Inside oh, Man. No, there was okay. another one where they like him and another chick take on a bank. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Julie Roberts was in that, but I can't remember the title. Anyway, Preacher as a film sounds like it is revived again. Oh, great! Wait, no, again? Again? They're Wait, saying, I thought the guy. I thought Sam Mendes was supposed to direct it. Now it's DJ Caruso. No, what? the guy from don't CSI yell. Miami. Yell. I was yelling at you. Not the I know, but it was still. It sounded. It sounded fuzzy. DJ Caruso. It sounded, on the it sounded fuzzy as, Are as you, your chin. What? Yeah. Who uh, is DJ Caruso? He directed Eagle Eye. He directed a series of Shia LaBeouf films. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly true. He was that one. I want Scorsese. (laughs) You're not going to get him. Um, He directed. It was Eagle Eye, the one where like Shia LaBeouf was on the run for like. Oh, and then uh, Dystopia. Dystopia, yes. Not Dystopia. Disturbia. Disturbia. That's it. Dystopia, something else. Yeah. So. um, Boo. Justin talks. Justin talks. Scorsese. Isn't Preacher like one of those original, like, that was what one of the things that really cemented your brief love for comics? Certainly for like an extended run of 75 issues, yes. I mean, up until then, it was like Astro City uh, 1 through 12 or whatever. But Preacher was the first, like, this is a great story over the course of time. Because they only come out once a month and you do 75 issues. And you therefore. Do the math, and that's, that's like a genre to me now. Yes. Your well, I mean, childhood. and then you then you see things like fables or Walking Dead explode out of that, and it's like, 
that's where my respect for the genre comes from. And then you mm-hmm. translate it into a two-hour film. I mean, there was all those talks of like HBO miniseries of The Preacher. I was like, oh, yeah, right, which I thought I was a good way really to do it. Cool. As they're talking about doing uh, an HBO miniseries of Sandman. Uh, or say because it's the only way to, to but hey it's cool DJ what's up's got it those vertigo those vertigo ongoing series do seem like the only logical way to do them is because nobody wants to lose any of it as a series right. a weekly series would be interesting right that's why they're taking so much time with Dark Tower yeah I mean it's the right approach yeah. I hope it's done well that's not you know it's no guarantee do people but people even go to the movies anymore <laughs> People like just download and watch their HBO. And I, their, I don't. I don't know what so you're talking much about. So content now. Well, I was just. I like, mean, there's, there's truth to that. Yeah, I just saw good. like an article online the other day that was saying how like other ways to like cut, you know, uh, you know, budget, budget and stuff yeah. like that. And they were saying, you know, quit your cable bill and sign up for eight dollar Netflix, and you can just watch all your TV and movies on that. And it's or, like, or Hulu Plus, you know, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And it's just kind of like, which is, does anybody know how much is Hulu like 10 Plus? Bucks. Ten bucks for that. And then there's something interesting they that they've started signing, getting exclusive content on thing on, on things that haven't been around for a while. Well, there are any number of uh, internet uh, feed catchers that you can buy now. And no, no, no. But Hulu Plus is very specifically really right. something right. I can't remember what it but was. But don't you all have a backload of content you need to watch? Just sitting around, you're like, oh, I've never watched apocalypse. that. Why are we waiting for the next film? I have 12 episodes of The Pacific I've never watched. I'd love to watch The Pacific. Oh, yeah, I have I'd that, too. I'd love to sit it's down and really watch good. it. I have that. I but have. I've never done it because I enjoyed Band of Brothers, and, but I don't have 12 hours It's not as good done. as Band of Brothers. It's just a Fair different, enough. Thanks. different take. Thanks, jerk. <laughs> 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 Screw that. Right. Right. In five <laughs> years when you get around to it, you'll forget he said that. Oh, okay. You know the best way to do it? Catch up on all that stuff? Injury, personal injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, some of us yeah. don't want to go that far just to sit around and watch TV. <laughs> I, I just said, some of us know. would rather sit around and watch TV while in perfect I'm health. I'm planning on a lot of recouping in my 60s. I'm oh, waiting for I, yeah. I, like I have the retirement like list. <laughs> That's when I'm going for the sci-fi <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. That's the nerd bucket list. And then I, I want to rewatch all of Buffy and Angel. <laughs> and then, I, and then when they when I decide it's time to uh, to just kill myself. The sci-fi Flash Gordon. <laughs> we'll just go. we'll just go through uh, it right now. <laughs> right, get the, with V. He was watching mm. the Hawkman episode. Uh, that's exactly what I'm going. He died. On. What he loved doing. Ah. No, not that. Sitting no, not the sci-fi. Not the sci-fi Flash Gordon. That is, that's a mercy killing, <laughs> and a clown will come in and kill me. Um, so, uh, and by the way, they did announce officially that Spider-Man the reboot is officially called. The Amazing Spider-Man. Until they reannounce next month, it has a different title. Spectacular. Have, we, have you seen the new costume? Awesome. I saw that. I saw that image that they uh, that they sent think? out. I'm okay with it. Oh, the costume? Yeah. 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 You know, costume. I will say this though. I finally did watch the Social Network, and I'm much more excited to see. Andrew Garfield play Peter Parker. Yeah, because he was really damn good. In that Imaginarium movie. of Doctor. The, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. That guy. Yeah. He's in Andrew, Gar- in Andrew Garfield's good, in that. He's really good, good in movie. that. And he's, he's a good little good. actor. He's a good. I, he's twenty eight. I don't know if we call him a little actor, but oh, he's, you know. and, I mean in Dr. stature. Yeah, he is. He. You're right. He's tiny. Yes. Mm-hmm. There. Um, Doctor so, Persimmon. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Persimmon. <laughs> Doctor Persimmon. Yeah, that works. <laughs> You and I have to Good work movie. on that. Yeah. Um, so, anybody keeping up with Smallville? Oh, t- I'm Nate. One this one's behind. this one's for Nate Costa. What is it? Two thousand five. Dave Tapia. 
Is Dave still small? I couldn't remember if Dave was. I remember Nate was. Every Comic-Con, he has to go to the Smallville panel. Okay, well, you know, um, I see, I, then I can't talk about this because you didn't watch last week's, man. I don't There's so many it. empty chairs. It's very You're ahead of me on Smallville? Yeah, I think you need to go home and uh, watch the Pacific. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was two years ago. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray. I'll get there eventually. Uh, they just did announce that uh, that Connor Kent will be making an appearance. Okay. And uh, so the seeds for it were planted last week. And oh, I got it. Oh, oh. And then they showed a picture. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Is so he going to be a clone? Only? Yes. Oh. He all, uh, dang it. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, like I didn't put it together <laughs> yeah, already. He already is. He's been he's been Let on Let me guess. It. The Luther cloning <laughs> cloning yes. farm. Maybe it's John Connor from the Sarah Conical. No, no. 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 Crossover. No. no. Did you say the Come Sarah Conicles? The Sarah Conicles? I, I was in a hurry to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That show that other nerds you like. Know, you know that's never ended well for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spell check what I was saying. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah Superboy's coming. And, and, and I thought one of the funniest things I read last week in the news was that TV Guide leaked or had the exclusive that Michael Rosenbaum, playing last with her, Refused to come back. That was it. Forget it, fans. No way was Michael Rosenbaum coming. Every single discussion board that I checked, including TV Guides, comic book was just like, no, good riddance, what a jerk, have a good time, not having a career anymore. And within two hours, update, Michael Rosenbaum has announced he will come back to Smallville (laughs) because the entire fan base got together and said, whatever. Yeah. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, oh, the only thing worse than not, I don't know. It was just like, th- that was funny. Nice. Although the funniest one, too, for me was just a local paper thing in Manteca. Manteca Bulletin, Saturday morning. Huge, huge discovery of an abandoned warehouse which had been turned into a marijuana farm. So that's the story, sat- top story Saturday morning. That they've, that, they, that they've busted and they've taken this huge marijuana farm. Top story Sunday morning. Five guys arrested trying to break into the marijuana warehouse to see if there was anything left. <laughs> so, I don't know what Monday's was, but I thought that was... <laughs> they were trying to break out. <laughs> oh, stoners. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm opening myself to your criticism, but what I watched, what I did watch this week... V? Was, no. Keep going. X? Nope. The Cape? I watched The Cape this week. It's a first of a two-parter, and... They finally had a story that was halfway like a comic book and fairly decently written. And how many issues or how many episodes are you in? Uh, it's like the fifth episode. Because yeah, the, cause the, implication, the, the implication you're saying is that they finally have an episode is you've been watching all along, haven't you? <laughs> I have. <laughs> well, actually, it's one Rick of loves the seven episodes. <laughs> it's, it's something. Lon has finally convinced me that my life is too short. And. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up watching V. No, there's three types of TV. There's, there's three types of TV that I watch. I watch TV that I that bad. that I, I sit down. It's a and bit, then not as bad. No, <laughs> let, let him explain. There's event okay. TV where I sit down in front of the TV and I'm doing nothing else while I'm watching. Like the Pacific. Medium. Like the Pacific. <laughs> there's TV that I watch while I'm working where I've got it. It's like. Fifty percent, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, if I'm if I'm just mm-hmm. going through email or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's TV when I'm actually writing, when I'm actually concentrating on something else, mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of on. This falls into that category. It's just the TV's on, mm-hmm. but it was enough 
enough was going on that it drew me out of what However, I was working. However, do you give the shows that you're watching when, you're, when you were at your most focus an initial hour to entertain you and then write them off to a lesser category like that that pilot sucks Depends so on the show. it's been recategorized Depends on the show okay i mean they have to graduate to that why do you watch 7 episodes of every season why not Be- because <laughs> the first 6 always suck and then yeah, you, you know, say start you know, watching you know, seven, michael i'm going to say and that i don't have no, the first 6 hours to kill rick you know what you know what kept counting, bringing me back is the villain in this guy, in this one he's real he's really really good the guy who's playing chess is really, really good. Uh, James Frame? Yeah. Is it James Frame or Michael Frame? James Frame. James Frame. Michael Frame's the play late. I want the whole show. Yeah. Oh, Watson. Thanks for coming in and uh, commenting that. Ooh. You went James Frame playing chess. Jeopardy. So it was the Jeopardy reference. Oh. What is? Jeff, okay. Oh, no. Don't get existential on the computer. Uh, so is there any other uh, TV thing other than you enjoyed the Cape and uh, I enjoyed this one episode? That of one the Cape. episode. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's a two-parter, so maybe next week. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to go to Miscellaneous. You've got you have Marvel versus Capcom three. Got it yesterday. And so apparently, in lieu of watching bad television, you played Marvel I versus played Capcom three for about an hour and a half, and, and you did too. Long, I didn't just you? Pl- I just played a couple hours this afternoon. Yeah. I just read the instruction booklet. Okay. I, uh, I have one, uh, a couple complaints. Okay. Go ahead and shoot because I have no frame of reference on this game. Have you at played all. the prior uh, incarnations yeah. of this? Okay. Yeah. So, um, in, be- when the, in between the uh, fights when they're about to start, right. they have okay. uh, these uh, taunts that the characters say to each other. Uh huh. So, uh, one of them is, you know, in Captain America, if he's your main guy or whatever, and he goes to give you the taunt. Mm-hmm. One of his taunts is, I've been in more wars than you'll ever know. Yes. And I went, you're only in World War II, dummy. Shut up. Well, it depends on what you kind of war. So I just kind of yeah. was like. Did he mean battles? Did he yeah. mean battles? He meant battles, but yeah. he said war. And that just didn't get. And, and, just and it got past that. That ruined the now, whole game and for that, me. That doesn't count. No, I'm with you, man. That would That doesn't my count the secret wars or a secret war. Oh, or, no, or, no, no, no. It oh, does. That's true. Nerd aggravation. Those aren't those aren't technical wars, okay? <laughs> but the oh, there were the armor wars and the technical wars. Yes, technical wars. No, there weren't. But there oh, should okay. Be. I'm just saying that I really think that the was lame. Put down. Plus, the other thing is Planet this: Cap. the Captain America I know wouldn't taunt. He would basically take the higher road and say something more about justice or, or like you know what I mean, something like. Uh, Instead of going, I'm gonna. I'm, he another one of his taunts was, "Many people look up to me. Now I'm gonna show you why." And I was just kind of like, um, "That's kind of arrogant, Cap. Now You're kind of being a dick." I am willing to suspend disbelief on Marvel vs. Capcom three being as it's like Super Smash Brothers, uh, which I can't stop looking at that. Can you do that? Can you? You got a little oh, okay. Uh, you wild okay. hair. Uh, no, it was like a piece of toilet paper. Uh, what? What good. the hell did that you happen? You have toilet paper on your face. Uh, I, I don't know. It's awkward. Okay. Thank you for... Anyways, continue. I'm waiting for the good pause part. Cut. Anyway. That's not how it works. You need the pause up front. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, that I Those battle games seem to me to have... I mean, the, the reason for them to exist is just so your heroes yeah. will fight. I mean... and it, so, I mean, like the Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe, was there really anything more explanatory than they're going to fight? I mean, Gary, No, that was awesome. 
care. Because they didn't talk to each other well, that's really in between. Well, they don't talk. Yeah, they don't talk during the fighting parts, though. And it's, well, there's always some I, BS I reason why the heroes are fighting in games. In Star Wars games, why Princess Leia with a uh, lightsaber is fighting Luke, or why Yoda and blah, 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 or... There's always some. Uh, yeah, 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 but that's not my complaint. No, it's, my the, it's the quality of the taunts. It's it's just the fact of representing the character. Now, that's we're not talking actual gameplay or anything else. But if you want to impress me, like you know your stuff, write a realistic Captain America, and not some just douchey jock that's gonna you know. What would you have, have him say? I would have said something, you know, like what in part two doesn't he say stuff like you know, good job, soldier, or something like that, or. You know, just something a little more Captain America. Yeah, but the, at the beginning, they're talking to the other side. It's it's trash talk back and forth. Between yeah, but my there. Captain America doesn't trash talk. There you go. Okay. So you wouldn't have him say anything. I would have him say something was like... Was it Bucky, though? Maybe it was the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no, it's no. Cap. No, no, it's Cap. Have you played Cap versus Cap? No, but I will say That's this. That's disturbing. I will say this. I thought there was going to be more characters. There's like 30 of them. Yeah, but I really felt like they didn't... I thought Marvel was going to go out and like actually put... Like, they really, all they really added were, like, Taskmaster, Deadpool, uh, who else were some of the newer ones? I d- I've never played anything in this franchise before, so oh, that's where okay. I was coming from. And it does say I mean, officially uh, over 32 playable okay. characters, but... Yeah. Uh, well, they do have different, each character comes with, like, you can, like, have three different suits on them or something. Yeah, three different color schemes. So, but the one thing I didn't like was, okay, so you can play Captain America... If you choose one of his suits, you can become the Punisher America or Captain America Punisher that was out a couple years ago when oh. Cap died. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And I was kind of sitting there going, that, okay, that's cool, whatever, whatever. But it's like, why not make, like, a Winter Soldier version or a U.S. Agent version mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like, some of the variations. Like, um, uh, with Iron you, Man, if, you can play different suits. If you really want to, you can play the U.S. Agent in uh, the Superhero Squad game. Yeah, but he wouldn't be the true U.S. agent murdering bastard that he was in the comics. Because so. it's a superhero squad. Come on. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, but like, and then Iron Man, if you choose his different suits, you can be like the Mach 2 ver- or Mark 2 version. But no War Machine. Or the Mach 5 version. Turn to Speed Racer. He kind of awesome. turns into War Machine when you use his power-up. Uh, well, well, I mean, that's, that's how he was in Part 2, though. He'd always yeah. have like weapons come down or whatever right. in this franchise before. Okay, I just how's, thought I heard how's the gameplay similar. I mean, this has a new mode that is 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 simple mode where you don't have Ooh. you know typically you have button to remember. Pushing. Well, typically you have a joystick motion and then a button to like do Street combos. Fighter, like sure. you have to it's, do a it, fireball or it's something. A, it's a standard. Ryu has the stand standard like sweep under forward right. to do the blast and yep. stuff. So. In simple mode, you don't have to remember any of those. They're just mapped to buttons. So okay. if you're in a position where you can use it, you can hit that button and not have to do all the twisty uh, thumb thumb wrangling to okay. get to that thing. But there are fewer combos. There are limited combos in that in that mode. And then Which, when you progress, you can go to the but I think standard version. You can play the normal version. You can you can go into a training mode that'll teach you all the different all the different moves. You can choose who you're fighting in the training mode and stuff. Okay. So from the standpoint of somebody who had not played the series before, I or, or from if you want to make a game that is going to be accessible to anybody who picks it up without having to train for hours, which I've always felt was the downside to the Street Fighter stuff, mm-hmm. that Derek, you could pick this up, go into simple mode, and you could be able to do all the really cool flashy... Let's battle! All the really cool flashy combo stuff that you see the guys that really have blisters on their thumbs from practicing right away. 
And I think that's that's what is a winner for me. And I went, I played a little bit of that, and then I went over to normal. And I'm going to learn the moves because I think there's a lot more variety in that. What I think it's missing is I can't set one person to be normal and the other one to be simple uh, as a way of as a yeah, way of it's balancing. Yeah, one or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and I think that would be that be the way you want to play. Like if you had your son there and you wanted him to have a little bit of advantage and him to have a lot of fun. He'd be able to go in. Yeah, or you, you can, just take it easy on him. Yeah, just take play. it easy on him. Well, it is rated sure. T as well, so if you, yeah. you know. It is, it, it is, uh, I mean, there's there's some. Your uh, kids know this stuff better than you There's quite a do. bit of cleavage in that. In that oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, let me just, so, let me, let me just break yeah. it down, Lon, if you indeed bought that versus renting it. I don't I don't know. I assume you bought it. No, I, uh, my nephew bought it, and we, okay. we played it, but I'll most likely pick it up. Okay, so that's what I wanted to hear. Was it I something mean, that you I, felt was worth, you'd be playing it again Good and again. fighting games like that are always good when you have friends over, you're bored, you want to kill some hours. jump in and play kind of stuff. Yeah, it's know. not one of those games that you'll follow the campaign on your own. For if, if you're an old Street Fighter person, you're going you're gonna to be yeah. able to just jump it's right a good, into it. If it's you're a an good, old Street Fighter. It's yeah. a good two-player game. Uh, the action's fast, it's Freaking crazy! The graphics are fabulous. Yeah, uh, graphics are good. The Hulk I, is great. I'm interested to play it online and see how badly I'll get my ass kicked. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, just to because you know we'll try come back to, next week and tell us. I'll tell you all my b- embarrassing online moments. Yeah, because and that's the other thing too. Like you get you get to choose three people on a team. That was the other thing I couldn't figure out, like how to tag in a person. Yeah, you have to read the manual. Yeah, I was I was like pushing this and that. And it's like, the oh. left and right bumpers. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes you do a move, and then you get help, and then they leave, and then you're like, I'm yeah. just like... You can call them in to do, like, one assist, or you can tap them in. So. Yeah, it, it, it's it's chaos. It's crazy. It's so It moves so fast, and... But it's fun. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. okay. I battled up to my eighth battle on the first time I played the game, and then I got then I got uh, owned. Yeah. It's and it's nuts. nothing like that, uh, nothing like losing the beautiful... Joe, beautiful Joe. That's, <laughs> that, he's that, a hard one that to fight. Makes you feel bad. Though, Wasn't that a Swedish so pop band in the eighties? <laughs> no. It might have been, but it was yeah. a video game. But. Yeah, that'll make you. What's feel cool bad. is they got the knight from uh, what's that one? Uh, goblins and ghosts and goblins in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, the Capcom yeah. guy. The Capcom. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I think it's actually love. Ventiful Joe. Ventiful, yeah. They, yeah. And, a, a Nintendo star. And they've got uh, people, they've got characters from uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. And, Ooh. Yeah, and mm. then the Darkstalkers. That's where you get mm-hmm. Morgana or whatever her name is. Yeah. But only a couple guys from Street Fighter. Okami. Kami's in there. Oh, and, She-Hulk uh, is in there. That's pretty cool. Uh, Chun, Chun-Li is yes. in there. Chun-Li in it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the one my favorite, I think, out of all of them was uh, Super Scroll. Did you get Super Scroll yet? Yes, I, I fought Super. I didn't play him. I fought him. Yeah, my he turned into Ben Grimm for a second. I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. I wonder if you can unlock a Ben Grimm because I heard Ben I Grimm was supposed to be available. I would be surprised on the Xbox if they might have downloadable content. I thought that for this. was the plan oh, that you could get additional characters, which would that'd be, be awesome. Which would be really cool. Yeah. 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 You want to switch universe and just say last week uh, Sony released a new video for oh, did they? DC Universe Online fractured future which we did indeed post on the site so um if someone's listening to this you can go see it uh like a two minute follow-up uh maybe even three i mean that was that was there was a lot of stuff happening definitely falling more in line with what the comic book was doing so i thought okay did kind of expand the story in a way that a lot more like the game too Mm -hmm. that whole battle with the robot with, with the sticky bombs and stuff Mm-hmm. was right out of the game. Sticky buns? Sticky bombs. bombs. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have dinner soon. Bombs. We'll have dinner dinner soon. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Sticky buns. Yeah, so I think it's just 
we're saying it, it did it did make me feel like again I want free time to justify spending the money on the game I don't have the free time so yeah. I'm not going to spend the money but still it, I do have a little twinge of regret on the other hand in just eight months we'll probably have Arkham City and that'll take all my time so. yeah. yeah and you want to pay for it after you pay for better it. be good yeah I think it's gonna be oh look at that <laughs> it's gonna be so um, yeah before we go can I give one shout out well I'm not going yet we've still got a okay. couple of things to say well then before say. you go I want to shout is, out uh, shout out now shout out now I mean you've already uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, no. sometime uh, podcast contributor and friend of the show uh, Sean Becker did another fun, cool uh, video for is it Team Unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like super dating. Did he post it today? Oh, it was a couple days ago. I didn't see I it. I didn't see it. Uh, it's going around the web. Okay, uh, it's so like I'll, try a, to, I'll try to pick it up and put it on the uh, It's like an eHarmony spoof. What with, site would uh, that be? Fanboy Planet. Please, if they got this far, Rick, they know. Mm. Shout out! Sometimes. Shout out! I, I and shut up. So, <laughs> And so, Team Unicorn. And yeah, is it the, superhero? Is it a superhero eHarmony? It's like an eHarmony for super people, or like people who want to date superheroes. I can get to the title, oh, but they've, uh, got, they've got that fetish. Yeah, but it's uh, soupies. Okay, it might be eSuper.com or something. Well, like I'll that. check it out. Is it? Um, I guess Team Unicorn's YouTube site. I Maybe, can, probably. I'll check that out. So, okay, uh, I think we missed this. The incredible story that Mac makeup was has a Wonder Woman line. I had a oh, friend that yeah, just Debbie brought some of it home. Really? And I forgot to bring it. She brought. Are you wearing it now? No, she brought home a Wonder Woman compact. Maybe it's Wonder Woman. And mm. she took a. She actually took a picture of. There's like a two story display in uh, in Valley Fair with Wonder Woman standing there advertising it in the main mall. Road trip. Yep. Okay. <laughs> is it a statue of Wonder Woman? I don't know if it, I think it's like a cardboard. Is it an uh, actress? Do they have cleavage bronzer? No, it's it's she's like she's like twenty foot high. I, I, That's I, an Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> what what what's the problem, Rick? I, yeah. No, the I don't think it's a real find. person. A real person. I don't think <laughs> the it's flaws like. you find are so odd. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, no. Uh, there's, uh, it's a it's a whole line of uh, of cosmetics that's branded around Wonder Woman. Yeah, and it's supposed and to be empowering women. And Mike Allred has done artwork for it, uh, so it sounds kind of interesting. I have to go to Valley Fair. No, wait—is this new Wonder Do you Woman need makeup? I don't no, need it's makeup. Or alternate Why would Wonder you Woman? It's no one's Wonder doing Woman. alternate Wonder Woman. Nobody's picking up unless unless that's who they use for the TV series. Mm. So, uh, and then uh, you know, of course, this week, last week was Toy Fair, so a lot of Comic Con exclusives got announced. And the one we all need to know, go ahead, Rick, because I know it's the one you want to get. What are uh, you going to so stand far, in line? And I wasn't going to stand in line for anything this year. I was You're just so saying, foolish. I, yeah. But uh, Chuck Farnham, uh, a long time ago, uh, was on our show, and uh, he sent me mail today. Well, with, when he comes out of witness protection, we'll have him on we'll again. have him on again, anytime. Uh, he sent me a picture and an article about a Star Wars collection of classic action figures the three and three quarters high right on on a on a look looks like a hinged battle star that opens up and they're inside death star uh that's inside yeah he's a big fan he's a big yeah yeah. (laughs) so um i it's it looks pretty damn cool it's well uh, and if if you buy the most important thing if you buy it at comic-con you get no um, you're you're missing the most important thing the title the title of it they're all 
from Revenge of the Jedi. Right, right, right. The, so it's, Which was the original title. Right, so, right. The, so basically the non-existent title. Yes. Right. So I'm all on blister cards hanging inside the case. And I'm Do trying you? to re- if you buy you buy it there you get two limited figures and I'm trying to remember which one. Salacious Chrome and, and a mouse. Right. Space Mouse. Oh, it's What's Mickey. This? It's a Mickey. Space Mickey. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. A space. Uh, what do you mean? A I space think it's Mickey. A, I think it's a Mickey uh, Star Wars figure. Like Mickey Mouse? Yeah. No, I thought it was the Space Mouse that goes that? through the, oh, really? the Death Star. That little thing? I guess. Okay. Well, co- collectors have paid a lot of money for stupider things. I bought Wonder Woman's Invisible Plane last year. Collectors have paid. <laughs> Empty box. <laughs> that was only $5, though. That's ah, true. but it did have a molded. <laughs> Package. It was molded and had a little strap holding. The cardboard was dented where a plane might be. (laughs) It's not like he opened it, no, (laughs) and lost it. No, of course I didn't. (laughs) I I had a follow-up question for you. Did any of that Revenge of the Jedi stuff ever make it out into publication? A poster did. I call it Blue Harvest, please. No, no, no. no, There was Star Wars. There was a poster released of Revenge of the Jedi. Oh, okay. And then that's infamous for someone wrote to Lucas and said they're Jedi, Jedi they wouldn't would seek revenge. revenge. Yeah, yeah, okay. So then he changed it to Return of the Jedi. Mm. So initial teaser posters did make it out into the public. Well, what's funny is I remember back in like elementary school that the book orders came through, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. for you know the movie adapt. You know, they make uh, yes, the movie the adaptation yeah. magazine. And I remember when I ordered it, it said Revenge of the Jedi. When I got it, I think it said return. You know, it said Return of the they Jedi. Return, yeah. But I just, for the longest time, was like, "Oh, Revenge of the Jedi, Revenge of the Jedi," and then it changed. So I was just curious if you had seen all that back then when it was still. Well, they revenge. Had announced the title. I thought that on it, the I internet. Remember hearing oh, okay. on the internet. <laughs> The, the ARPANET. A, the ARPANET. Oh, a few, a few Air Force Army colonels oh, were aware of the title. I and the, Rick. The only reason I knew was because I was a member of the Star Wars fan club back then mm-hmm. or whatever, so I'd always get the, the mail back or whatever. Then. Yeah, in elementary school. So How about now? You know what? Honestly, I never... Member since. I never said I quit. So you could I still be. I wonder if I still... But I'd never, I don't get the mailers anymore. Well, so. your midichlorian count's gotten low. Yes. Mm. Mm. So or or you pants. moved. Yeah, I but, but <laughs> I just moved. I, I I don't. That's what happened. To my Blue Blazer regular membership. I moved. You're a Blue Blazer. A Blue Blazer regular from uh, Buckaroo Bonsai. Yes, yep. I was. I wow. was the only fan club I officially joined. That's awesome. So, um, <laughs> Lee nerdy. Yeah, I know. I know. It is amazing. I'm reproduced. Uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but so, I knew what that meant, though. So yeah, that, I'm what does that say okay. about me? But anyway, we could buy this uh, this pack of ten bubble packs. Twenty, pack. twenty. It's twenty. Ooh. It's huge. Oh my! Ooh. The picture doesn't give it make it. No, uh, I know, but it's huge. But you know what though? Kenner or Hasbro's been doing that with because it's what the thirtieth anniversary or something. No, it's Vampire. But uh, it's like, one of the anniversaries uh, coming yeah. up. That's why, like. Because yeah. if you go to Target, <laughs> I don't know how old am I. Uh, exactly. If you go to Target, they they have these giant long boxes of old figures packaged with the new ones. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get all nostalgic, and then they're like literally about. I'm pretty sure they're pandering two to feet us. long. Yeah, no, they're. You think? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can go read half them. of Target's toy section is pandering to us. Yeah. <sighs> so they're definitely Hasbro's definitely making that. Push. I went there where there was an aisle that actually said lawn. It just stuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for them. Yes, I keep them in business. <laughs> is it spelled L A W N? No, oh. no, that was. Yeah. That's the other. That's section. a different section. Uh, uh, 
Hmm. Uh, was it? But that was the only thing of the exclusives that I've seen from Toy Fair so far. Like I've seen a lot of Green Lantern stuff, but nothing that said that it was going to be an exclusive to Comic Con. Yeah, I think there was just the Star Wars one that got everybody kind of worked up this week. Well, when did they announce it last last year? Wasn't it? I mean, it was starting. It was, I guess it was a it was early. I mean, the- everybody everybody who's going to Comic Con already knows they are. Yeah, because it's sold out. Um, so you yeah, I. I I don't know. I wish I knew if I had a hotel. Good luck, boys. You'll have one. It's just uh, 15 miles away. Yeah. Um, although, honestly, this year, my, I'm, I'm almost thinking if I could just get a hotel, all right. You know, like uh, my first year there I went to, I went, stayed at a place like 10 miles away, and I, I just didn't do the nightlife. I just, like, went, had a nice, quiet dinner, worked on the site. Um, I mean, what else was I there for anyway? I didn't really know that many people, so... It was actually kind of nice to be someplace where there weren't a lot of people <laughs> after the whole day of going. Uh, and that was, you know, when it was half Button the size. Button Willow is lovely this time of year. <laughs> that was when it was half the size. You know, um, so. We'll have to think through that strategy. Yeah, I don't know. I could have my own Think room. about the people that attended four years before and they thought, or oh, Derek, we could all pitch in for a suite. You keep saying that, but as we, as we said, said to you today, you have money. So I'll rent cover, a booth and sleep I'll cover in it. half the cost of the suite by myself. Wow. That's an on air challenge. <laughs> so if you have money to cover me <laughs> and no, Derek's no. app, <laughs> uh, we'll send in now. Okay, we're going to talk. Uh, so anyway, uh, spooning. That already happens. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it kind of does. We ain't, we, ain't too, we ain't too proud to admit that. <laughs> just. just I just uh, okay. Anyway, well, so if you have questions, comments, I'm stunned by that offer. Or Compliments, comments, commentary, or donations. It does mean I get the separate room. I I understand okay. that because you know <laughs> Rick's got to get his freak on, and we don't want to get away. <laughs> I do. And when we talk. We talk about it's the hot ice. <laughs> after a day on the show, I'm not sure. Just write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. I am Derek McCaw, editor in chief of Fanboy Planet. Anybody I'm, else? I'm mildly disturbed. <laughs> no. I'm Michael Goodson. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers, powers only for spooning. Well, that was good. Now I can go back to work. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.